Well, welcome to another edition of the Bottom Line Show. I'm Roger Marsh, and today ordinarily would be a Super Tuesday conversation, and it will be. We're going to get into some super uh, topics, but we begin today's edition of the Bottom Line Show on a rather somber note as we reflect on the passing of one of the giants of ministry in the pulpit, in the media, on radio, and on television, Charles Fraser Stanley. Uh, the Dr. Charles Stanley, of course, you hear on In Touch, all over the Crawford Broadcasting Spectrum, 9 a.m. and 1.30 p.m. on K-Bright in Southern California. Uh, we got him at 10 a.m. on KCBC in the Bay Area, 11.30 a.m. and 11 p.m. on our sister station in Denver, KLDC. And Charles Stanley went home to be with the Lord earlier today at the age of 90. Um, after you know battling a lengthy illness and what a tremendous legacy I mean this is the guy I mean when you think about Charles Stanley uh, you think about how amazing he has been as a program voice as a Bible teacher there was a great little eulogy from Franklin Graham uh, Billy Graham's uh, son who was president of BGEA who um, he basically was saying, hey, look, I mean, this is a guy who he ministered alongside my father for many, many years. And when uh, the pandemic hit, uh, he said, quite frankly, this was the guy, Charles Stanley, that millions of people turned to because of the InTouch television ministry. Now, we have been blessed to have the InTouch uh, radio ministry here on our Bottom Line Show affiliates for many, many years. And you know, it's going to be such a, if, I know you can't go on forever, right? I mean, this is a guy who was senior pastor at First Baptist Church in Atlanta for nearly 50 years. He only went into emeritus status in 2020. He, uh, the pride of Dry Fork, Virginia, born on September 25th, 1932. And before I get more into a bit more of a eulogy of Charles Stanley, I should mention, uh, back in September of last year, our friends at In Touch provided us with a number of resources that were all, of course, Charles Stanley related to share with bottom line listeners. And we celebrated his birthday back on September 25th, and the phones rang off the hook with people who wanted to to have Charles Stanley stuff to celebrate Charles's birthday. I mean, you know, the, Charles Stanley's celebrating his birthday, but you get the gift, right? Well, today, in honor of his uh, uh, the commemoration of his crossing the finish line. We have 20 Charles Stanley in-touch calendars. Now, I realize it's April, um, but nonetheless, these are beautiful, and now they're keepsakes because this is the last calendar that in-touch did when Charles Stanley was still with us here on planet Earth. Crystal has all 20 of them right here, and you need to speak very kindly to her when you call. Well, you always do. I mean, our listeners are great. 800-227-5278. 800-227-5278. 800-227-5278 is the number to get you through to the bottom line. We will have a couple of other resources we're giving away today, but we have 20 of these Charles Stanley calendars that were given to us, a gift from the ministry to commemorate his 90th birthday, and we still have these here. I mean, they gave us, I think, like 50 of them, and we've been giving them out throughout the course of the year. But today it's extra special because today we remember the legacy of a man who um, really, I mean, talk about his uh, unequivocally preaching the gospel and the good news. I mean, Charles Stanley has done it. He's a standard bearer. He he preached, as mentioned, he, he was senior pastor 
for nearly 50 years of First Baptist Church in Atlanta. He moved into emeritus status in 2020. Um, the In Touch ministry, both radio and, radio and television, has reached millions of people over the years. And he has a legacy, of course. Uh, there are times when his son Andy says something somewhat... I, I, I honestly don't believe that Andy Stanley says the things that he does sometimes to be outlandish. He's not that calculating. Uh, but quite frankly, I really honestly think that this is Andy Stanley being Charles Stanley's son. I mean, and the thing that I appreciate the most about Charles Stanley, I have to admit, it was the mid-90s, I was working for a Christian radio station in uh, in San Diego. I won't mention the call letters because I think we kind of compete with them in San Diego. And as far as I know, we actually outrate them in San Diego. So, I mean, if you're listening to the Bottom Line Show on, uh, <laughs> on Cape Wright AM 1240, you know exactly who I'm talking about. But while I was working there, we got the news that Charles and his wife Anna were divorcing or they were separating or something like that. And it was very, very confusing because back then, 30 years ago, I would have said, oh, a pastor's divorcing. Well, he needs to step aside from the ministry. What is possibly going on here? Was there infidelity? Was it just that they'd grown apart? What happened in his ministry? And you can read quite a bit about what happened in the ministry uh, things started to kind of come undone in the early 90s. And by 1993, Charles and his wife, Anna, who had married in 1955, same year my parents married, um, they'd gotten to the point, they'd reached the point where it just it, it wasn't working for them anymore. And when somebody in a high-profile ministry goes through a divorce, uh, there, I think, needs to be kind of a cooling-off time, a time to step away from the pulpit, a time to uh, reflect and you know restore and renew. You know, just to make, just to ask the right questions, because the last thing you want to do is just keep barreling ahead in ministry if there are concerns about the overall health of the ministry and you as the individual who's the the Bible teacher. I thought it was interesting that he continued with the church and that the ministry of In Touch continued to flourish. But think about it: if you've been preaching for nearly fifty years and you have been preaching, let's say, 40 to 45 sermons every year, if you do the math, I'm, you, you might not think of the programs you listen to here on our Bottom Line Show affiliates this way, but there are 200, was it 230 or 260 calendar days each year, Monday through Friday. And so if you had preached 50 sermons a year for 20 years, you'd have 1,000 sermons. That would be enough to potentially split up into two parts would get you 2,000 radio messages. That would give you, you know, 10 years worth of material where you wouldn't have to do anything new. The beauty of ministries like In Touch with Charles Stanley is there is so much material there, and as we've seen from J. Vernon McGee and through the Bible, that minute, I mean, God's word does not return void if it is faithfully preached and proclaimed. It's not going to come back void, even if it is unfaithfully preached and proclaimed. I mean, you take a guy like Ravi Zacharias, whose personal life was an absolute disaster, but was a brilliant apologist. He could, he could delineate the finer points of Scripture. He could reason with people and make the case for God. But something tells me that the things that he was doing in his personal life, at some point, I, I, I'm not going to speak for God, but he kind of seems like a candidate for judgment day God's saying depart from me I never knew you I don't care how many people you led to faith I don't care how many people you healed and this that and the other thing um, your personal life didn't line up 
The thing I have the most respect for about Charles Stanley when his wife said, I can't take it anymore, is the fact that he said, look, I realized, I recognized that I had kind of become married to my ministry. And I neglected my family and neglected my marriage, and I was wrong. And he took steps to try to address that situation. And in the case of his son, Andy, you know, it would make sense that uh, Charles Stanley was getting up in age. Andy Stanley was a vibrant preacher, you know, dynamic Bible teacher. It would have made sense that Andy would have taken over at First Baptist. But he got, had gotten to the point where he kind of put a wedge in that relationship too. He tried to reconcile with his former wife and it was unreconcilable or irreconcilable. They wound up going through a legal separation. Eventually, uh, the divorce was final. It took him about seven years to go through that. Um, and Anna uh, Stanley passed away at the age of 83, I believe. It was in the mid-2010s, like 2014, something like that. But Charles Stanley did reconcile. Now, they have a, he and his wife had a son and a daughter, uh, Andy and Becky. Becky has married, has family, stays way out of the public eye, doesn't want any part of it. Uh, Andy Stanley is the pastor at uh, North Point Church in Atlanta. They've got multiple campuses. And Andy has some very interesting takes on Scripture. I mean, we've had many uh, let's play the Andy Stanley soundbite and react to it type of situation. He had another event on Easter where he was talking about, you know, <laughs> he says things like, Christians today need to divorce themselves from the Old Testament. Like, wait, wait, whoa, wait a minute. I, I, I could think of several Bible scholars who would say, you're not divorcing yourself from anything. I mean, do we still live by the Ten Commandments? Well, when Jesus says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself, he's basically fulfilling all Ten Commandments in those two. But Andy and his dad were able to reconcile. And Andy started a new church, and when it was announced that North Point was going to be starting, um, Charles Stanley went in the pulpit at First Baptist and said, my son's starting a new church, and I think it's fantastic you know, wholeheartedly supported him. So there was reconciliation there. Um, there was an unwillingness on the part of his ex-wife to, to reconcile, and that's what happened. But I appreciate the fact that they, they, there, there was a level of transparency there. So we are remembering the legacy of Charles Stanley, and of course, In Touch Ministries will go on. I mean, Charles Stanley has not been actively in the pulpit for many years, um, the messages that we hear, many of them are classics. But let's face it, remember, J. Vernon McGee preached through the Bible in five years from 1975 to 1980, and y'all still love it every day on the Through the Bible broadcast and all of our Bottom Line Show affiliates. So trust me, the Bible teaching of Charles Stanley will continue to lead people to Christ and be an inspiration for them. We have 20 of these in-touch calendars to give away today to honor the memory now of the late uh, Dr. Charles Stanley, who went home to be with the Lord earlier today at the age of 90. 800-227-5278. 800-227-5278. 800-227-5278 is the number to get you through to the bottom line to get one of these 20 calendars, these Charles Stanley calendars that we're giving away today. All right, we are in week two after Easter, and today here on The Bottom Line, we're going to take a quick break and get into a conversation about who Jesus really is. Imagine the disciples after the resurrection, before the ascension, looking at Jesus in a whole new light and saying, wow, I, I, we knew you who you were temporarily, but now supernaturally you walking around with us is pretty incredible. But is it possible that we as Christians 
we stop at the ascension and we stop looking for who Jesus really is and we miss him in another part of the Bible that's really to our detriment. Pastor and author Steve Foss has written a book about how Jesus is revealed to us in the book of Revelation, especially in the first chapter of Revelation. And he's written a book about it called Looking Unto Jesus, 30 Days of Transformation, the 30 different ways the Lord is revealed to us in Revelation chapter one. Steve joins me for a conversation about that topic coming up next as The Bottom Line continues. Well, today on The Bottom Line, we're going to talk about transformation. We're going to talk about a supernatural transformation that only comes from the Lord. And yet at the same time, there are so many characteristics of Jesus that have power. And and we, as the body of Christ, don't often really get a handle on what they're all about. Dr. Steve Foss has written a brand new book called Looking Into Jesus, 30 Days of Transformation. We have a link for the book up at thebottomlineshow.com. Uh, Dr. Steve Foss has traveled the nations of the world for more than 30 years. He's pastored three different churches, discipled over a half million people, uh, senior associate evangelist with Morris Cirillo, World Evangelism, and uh, the author of this brand new book. Dr. Steve Foss, welcome to The Bottom Line Show. Oh, it's wonderful to be with you today. I love this approach that you're taking here with this resource for the simple reason that oftentimes I think the Western church wants a three-step plan to follow or five days to a better this or whatever. And this really gives us a chance to do some training, you know, to develop some patterns and kind of undo some of the, you know, misnomers that we might have in the Western church. Talk about the the genesis of the book for you, where it was coming from in your ministry. Well, it actually happened. I, I had an incredible experience. I know some people don't understand, but it, I, I was in a deep time of worship, and all of a sudden I was having a vision uh, of, of the uh, an end-time battle. And a lot of these times these are very symbolic, and in the vision there was uh, uh, so many battles going on and attacks of the enemy against God's people. And I saw many of God's people being overcome by the attack of the enemy, almost to the where it looked like they were buried in shallow graves. Mm. And then I saw wind of the Spirit blow and actually blow off the, uh, the, the dirt over them, and they rose up. And there were angels attending to these fallen soldiers, and the soldiers were like feeling very lost, and I'm so far from Jesus. And the angels kept saying, look unto Jesus, look unto Jesus. Focus on him and what he's focused on. And they said, pray for eye salve, like you see in, in Revelation chapter 3. Mm-hmm. He's closer than you think. And out of this, uh, there was a tremendous burden to begin to see Jesus as he really is. The key and answer to their victory and to overcoming, and even coming back to the Lord, is to see him as he is. And then I was so drawn to the book of Revelation because, you know, Revelation is really... Uh, preparing a people for the most intense season the world will ever see. And whether people believe in a, uh, a rapture before the tribulation or after, it really doesn't matter, because there's a great truth in here, that before God revealed what was about to happen in the most intense, obviously, uh, season of the world, he revealed more of himself than in any other place in Scripture. There are more descriptions of Jesus in Revelation chapter 1 than any single place in all of the Bible. And it really struck me in my heart. If God was about to say, here's the the most intense things that are about to happen on the earth, so to prepare an end-time people, I'm going to give the greatest revelation of who I am. Because there's nothing that transforms the human heart like the revelation of the person of Jesus Christ. 
Dr. Steve Foss is my guest today here on The Bottom Line. Looking Unto Jesus is the book, 30 Days of Transformation. The link is for the book is up at thebottomlineshow.com. And this is a first for me, Dr. Foss. I mean, in terms of taking Bible study, every time I have cracked the page for Revelation, you know, from 1 to 22, I often find myself just saying, okay, I'm looking for prophecy, I'm looking for end times, I'm looking for eschatology, that type of thing. I have never, and I'll just be perfectly honest with you, cracked open that portion of scripture and said, I want to learn more about Jesus. You know, it's all about Jesus coming back, right? It's all about Jesus, you know, ruling and reigning and that type of stuff. But you've given us 30 different descriptions that are all found in Revelation 1 that literally talk about descriptions of Jesus. And pulling them aside, it really does help us to really like you said, see him as he is. Uh, what was, was there anything, I mean, you've been doing this for more than 30 years. Was there any one part of this study as you were going back and reviewing that kind of caught you, I don't want to say unaware or off guard, but took you by surprise? Well, one of the things, you know, the first five words in the book of Revelation is the revelation of Jesus Christ. Amen. It is really revealing who he is and to the extent he's willing to go to in order to rescue his bride from an evil and corrupt world. Hmm. When I started looking at this, you know, you started seeing these phrases that we just blow past, like uh, the voice, the sound of a trumpet, the voice, the sound of many waters, um, the son of man. You know, 85 times Jesus refers to him as the son of man. He Hmm. only calls himself the son of God seven times. And each of these descriptions that are in there if we, they point us back into the rest of the Bible through the mm-hmm. Old Testament, New Testament. We just, we blow past these, but they're actually full. One, my, probably my, it's hard to have a favorite one because I think Son of Man is one of the most significant shifts to really focus on an incredible understanding that Jesus, Jesus didn't just come on and take a human body for 33 and a half years, yeah. die, get resurrected, you know, leave and go, whoo, I'm glad I'm done with that human form. Uh-huh. Daniel says, when he sees the, uh, uh, in Daniel 7, talks about the rise of the Antichrist, he sees the courts of heaven seated, God the Father, the Ancient of Days seated, and one like the Son of Man, riding on the clouds of heaven. That Jesus, for all eternity, an incredible mystery, has taken on a human form, a resurrected human body. And then the Bible says, as he is, so are we in this world. You know, so often we focus that you see the focus on the eternal here. We focus on that we're going to just spend time in heaven forever and ever. But Jesus is coming back here to rule and reign here for a thousand years. And we're going to be with him in these new glorious resurrected bodies just like him. But I do have to say my absolute favorite is his eyes of fire. Yeah, that's what I thought. I was wondering where that ranked on your 1 through 30 list, because that's a that's a favorite one of mine, too. Talk about the—give us the context for that and how we can understand that in terms of growing in our own faith. You know, we look at—often uh, at you think of eyes of fire, we think of judgment. But there's a—in Bible study, there's a rule called the law of first mention. So you go mm-hmm. back to see— the first time a truth or principle is mentioned in Scripture. And the first time fire is ever associated with God is back in the book of Genesis, where he says, our God is a consuming fire, a a jealous God, a consuming fire. Hmm. Now, that word jealous is not in the negative sense of what we think of jealousy. It means that God is so passionately desirous for you 
that he wants every part of your heart, mind, soul. He wants every part of you. So the first time fire is actually attributed as an attribute of God, as when God is speaking about the intensity of his passion for you. He describes his love for you and me as fiery, passionate desire. Mm. And so when we see Jesus, a lot of times people struggle with the idea that God has deep passion for us, that he passionately burns and desires us. Jesus says in John 17, when he's praying to his father, he says, Father, I desire that they be with me where I am. Mm-hmm. He longs for you and me. He desires us. You know, there's something in every human heart. We all want to be desired. Right. We Don't want to be wanted. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know, and it's interesting as we think about um, the, this this passion, this desire that the Lord has for his bride. I, I think of all the times I've been, we'll be out, my wife and I'll be having dinner or something like that. We'll see a couple and and she will be the first one to notice. Look at the way he's looking at her. You know, and, and it's either with desire or contempt or appreciation or this, that, and the other thing. And I think this is something, especially for us guys, the idea that we have that capacity, I think it is Christ-like in the sense that if it's good and healthy, obviously it's a, it's a good direction to have. But then to take a step back and look at our Lord, our Savior, our bridegroom, you know, looking at his church with that same kind of desire, we want that. You know, we, we definitely want that and we desperately need it too. And I, it's a great illustration. Dr. Steve Foss is my guest today here on The Bottom Line. Looking unto Jesus, 30 Days of Transformation is the brand new book. We have a link for the book up at thebottomlineshow.com. More of this conversation in just a moment as The Bottom Line continues. You can protect against market volatility without investing all your money into bonds. Wilson Financial has simply better alternatives. The last 12 months, there has been almost $1.7 trillion invested in investment-grade bonds. This move to safety locks up money for a long time of guaranteed low returns. Why? Market volatility. Well, my comment is why go with low earnings for a long time when you can get great earnings with a solid real estate-backed investment paying you 6% over the next three years. After three years, you can invest in another option, or you can do what most of our investors do and reinvest in another one of our new exclusive 6% accounts. This strategy gives you the best of both options without settling for many years of low returns. Our 3D Money 6% account pays you great interest while you're not subjecting yourself to market volatility. Call 800-696-9970, 800-696-9970, or visit kbrightradio.com slash Wilson Financial and ask about Dennis Wilson's exclusive real estate-backed 6% investment account. Wilson Financial Services, for simply better alternatives. Welcome back to The Bottom Line Show. I'm Roger Marsh, uh, taking a break here in our conversation with Pastor Steve Foss, discussing his book, Looking Unto Jesus, 30 Days of Transformation, seeing how Jesus is described to us very presently in Revelation chapter 1. Perfect book for your post-Easter study leading up to Ascension, and we've got a copy that we're giving away right now at 800-227-5278, 800-227-5278, 800-227-5278 is the number to get you through to the bottom line. And uh, when you call in for that copy, also remember we're taking your calls throughout the program today. 
Remembering the legacy of Dr. Charles Stanley, the Bible teacher on In Touch, the radio ministry that is all over the Crawford Broadcasting chain, um, heard every weekday morning at 9 a.m. and weekday afternoons at 1.30 here on K-Bright in Southern California. Uh, weekday mornings at 10 on KCBC, our affiliate in the Bay Area. Weekday mornings at 11.30 and weeknights at 11 p.m. on KLDC in Denver. And uh, we have 20 of these commemorative Charles Stanley calendars to give away. They were actually given to us by In Touch Ministries uh, last fall to celebrate his 90th birthday. And when we had our birthday show for Charles Stanley back on September 25th, we had a feeding frenzy of people who all wanted Charles Stanley calendars. Um, well, we've still got 20 of these, and we want you to have one just to commemorate the life and legacy of Charles Stanley with the knowledge, of course, that we're not doing any more of these. I mean, that Charles Stanley's with the Lord now. 800-227-5278. is the number to get you through to the bottom line. You're calling in for a Charles Stanley commemorative calendar as we celebrate. And I mean celebrate. I was talking with a, a longtime friend the other day about a book he's written uh, with regard to the final days of your earthly existence. And I was sharing that uh, my daughter Kaylee uh, has been you know, watching with great interest, as all of my kids have with uh, their grandparents, my mom and dad, who are pushing 90. And um, my Kaylee, uh, my daughter, who's a distance runner, said, it's like they've entered the stadium for the final lap of the marathon. And you can hear people starting to clap and cheer and cheer them on as they head toward the finish line. Um, and my buddy, uh, Robert, said, oh, yeah, he goes, I, I, I've written a book about this where um, one of the uh, chapters, we talk about a family that all got together and surrounded Grandpa when he was getting ready to cross the finish line. They were all cheering, singing praise songs, and way to go, yeah. It was a very exciting time. So knowing that we're sad that Charles Stanley crossed the finish line today into heaven, but we're also rejoicing. I mean, talk about well done, good and faithful servant. How many millions of people have benefited from the In Touch Ministries radio and television and his work at First Baptist in Atlanta? I mean, these calendars just should put a smile on your face when you see uh, and think about Charles Stanley and that Southern drawl, you know, the guy from West Virginia, and uh, or Virginia rather, and wound up having a huge legacy in, uh, in Atlanta, Georgia. 800-227-5278 for your free Charles Stanley calendar today as we honor his legacy. And we'll take a quick break and come back with more about Jesus in Revelation chapter one with Pastor Steve Foss. That's next as The Bottom Line continues. Dr. Steve Foss is my guest today here on The Bottom Line. Looking Unto Jesus is the brand new book, 30 Days of Transformation. We've got a link for the book up at thebottomlineshow.com. Dr. Foss traveling the country and the nations literally for more than three decades and a senior associate evangelist with Morris Cirillo World Evangelism. And if you are a fan of Sean Tabbitt, who's been on our program, or Laura Harris-Smith, you know that they also show up a lot on Sid Roth's It's Supernatural TV program, and that's a, you're a regular there too, Steve. Talk about why that that platform. I mean, here I am giving, you know, Sid some free time, but I mean, why not? I mean, this is a place where a lot of believers come and they see, you know, what's happening here. What you're discussing here is more than just a three tips to a happy marriage type of thing. I mean, we're talking about the church's relationship with Jesus at this point. You know, we, we live in a day where I like to talk about three, three, you know, uh, strategies to have a great family or great life or victory. And also one of the other things that we teach a lot on is who we are in Christ. And although that is incredibly important, the problem is, is until you actually see him as he is, mm -hmm. you can't get a, a proper understanding of who you are. 
You know, 2 Corinthians 3.18 says, as we continue to behold as in a mirror the glory of the Lord. If we're not properly seeing him, we will not properly understand who we're being created to be. Hmm. And it begins with the, with the divine motive of God. God loves us more than just us, for us. I, I want to paint this picture. When God created man, he created man for an incredible, eternal, divine purpose. He was creating a bride for his son, Jesus. Amen. A bride that would be worthy of his son. I mean, if you think about it, who could possibly be worthy of God except one that looked just like God? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's why the Bible says we've been predestined by God to be conformed into his image. The Father's not going to give to a son a broken bride or a, a weak bride or a sinful bride. He's going to give to his son a bride that is, the Bible says, spotless and, and without blemish. He's going to give himself a perfected bride, a bride that looks like him. And Jesus says five times in, in the great prayer in John 17, the longest prayer we see with Jesus with his Father, five times he says, speaking of the believers, those whom you gave me. Mm-hmm. I like to phrase it this way. If you had a nice uh, piece of jewelry, a beautiful necklace, and you lost it, and it was your favorite necklace, and you lost it, you'd be very sad. And you could be very disappointed. You'd search for it. And, but ultimately, you probably could go out and buy another one. But if that necklace was your grandmother's, and mm. she had it from a child, and she gave it to you on her deathbed, now to lose that necklace, it becomes irreplaceable. It's not irreplaceable because of the necklace. It's irreplaceable because of who gave it to you. Right, right. The Father gave you and me to Jesus. And Jesus says, I will not lose one whom you gave me. He, That's a, his it's staggering. Is so intense. <laughs> yeah, it really is staggering to think about that, Steve. I mean, it's 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 amazing to think about the kind of uh, passion that the Lord has for His church, and yet when you were describing this in our previous segment about that, you know, having the, the the flames, you know, literally coming out of His eyes, it's that intense. I mean, it's that real, but it's also that intense. Let me give you a quick story. Uh, a number of years back, I uh, we adopted a, a young man. He was actually an illegal adult when we adopted him. Horrible background, terrible drug uh, family, both parents addicts, and uh, God did amazing work in him, delivered him. He started serving as a youth pastor. He was an incredible evangelist, um, had a medical issue, and got hooked back on opiates. Hmm. For three and a half years, went into horrible opiate and meth addiction. And I literally was chasing him down because I, I, he was so down on himself. He was actually trying to just OD. Hmm. And I chased him down the streets one time while I was waiting for one of his drug buddies. I found him, and he got up in the car for a few minutes and talked to me. And then when he jumped out, his, his drug buddy showed up. He jumped out and said, see you later, Dad. And all of a sudden, God opened my eyes, and I saw this drug buddy friend of his, and I saw pure darkness on the inside and darkness on the outside. But then I saw my son, and I saw darkness on the outside that he had surrendered himself to. And that's all he could see about himself. But I saw the most beautiful white light on the inside. And the Lord spoke to me, and he said, I fight for that which is mine. Mm. Mm. And when everyone else told me to give up on him, everybody else told me, I even my church elders wanted me to quit on him. And just and I said, how can I quit on him? God says, I fight for that which is mine. Amen. 
Amen. That's the kind of intensity of the passion love. And that's what these 30 descriptions begin to reveal, the intensity of his passion love and the seriousness of which he takes. Um, it, is, it is so transformative. Nothing transforms the human heart like the revelation of the person of Jesus Christ. I'm talking with Dr. Steve Foss today here on The Bottom Line. His book is called Looking Unto Jesus. We have a link for the book up at thebottomlineshow.com. These are 30 descriptions of Jesus taken from the book of Revelation in the first chapter. And you'll see that link, as I mentioned, up at thebottomlineshow.com. One of the things that, uh, one of the descriptions, I mean, we're familiar with him being referred to in Scripture as the Son of Man, the Alpha and the Omega, etc. One of the ones that actually kind of caught me a little off guard was firstborn from the dead. And I know that. And I believe that, but what specifically are we to get from that, Dr. Steve Foss, when we read that in Revelation 1? I love that because it's such the focus on the eternal. He is the firstborn of a, of a, new, a new existence, a new creation. God designed the human frame. Think about this for a moment, with the capacity to house the fullness of the unlimited God. Mm. The Bible says we've been pre. He said the mystery of the gospel is this: Christ in you, the hope of glory. The word glory comes from the Greek word doxa, which means all that God is and all that God has. Mm-hmm. He originally designed the human frame to be able to engage and interact with God in the deepest and most intimate level. The reason the Bride of Christ analogy is so powerful is because he says. When a man shall leave his father and mother, and and shall cleave to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. There's a oneness that God is merging himself with humanity for all eternity, and he did it in Christ. And we see now this merging. I I don't understand it. The mystery is so amazing and overwhelming for the human mind, but God is forever joining himself with humanity to fully share with himself, himself with. In every way, form, and fashion, he is the head. We are the body. And the firstborn from the dead, he's pointing us to that. There is this new resurrected human frame that is going to fully experience and engage with the the divine, with the glory of God for all of eternity. And everything God will do for all eternity, he's going to do with and through us as we're full partners with him in a divine heavenly marriage. Beautiful imagery, but also a wonderful reality that uh, Dr. Steve Foss is laying out for us today here on The Bottom Line. I'm Roger Marsh. Dr. Foss's brand new book is called Looking Unto Jesus, 30 Days of Transformation. We have a link for the book up at thebottomlineshow.com. Talk about how we could put some boot leather, if you will, to what you've written about here. A lot of us will read this and say, that's great, I know this, but how do I live in this new reality that I've seen Jesus in a whole new light? When we begin to get our focus on the eternal, you know, everything tries to get our focus on the temporary here. If you go to a a cemetery and you see a tombstone and it says like 1948 to 2023, and there's that little dash in between, Mm -hmm. that dash is your entire existence here on the earth. It's but a vapor in the scope of eternity. When we begin to focus on the eternal, and you'll see that throughout these descriptions and throughout the early church, there was such a focus on the eternal. When you have a hope, you know, one of the most famous scriptures people love is Jeremiah 29, 11. I know the thoughts that I have towards you, mm-hmm. a good and not evil, a future and a hope. We always keep thinking about a positive future here. 
But God mm. always speaks through the eternal. He says, no, there's an eternal future I have for you and an eternal hope that is so powerful. That's why the Bible calls the helmet of salvation, which you know symbolically speaks of protecting our minds from stress and from the uh, deceits of the enemy. It, call, it calls it the hope of salvation. And that word hope, that salvation, there is not when you get born again, but when Jesus finally comes back and we take on our new resurrected bodies. See, the hope of a glorious greater future will give you practical strength to overcome and to endure and persevere when we go through the stresses and the challenges and the temptations and the problems of this life. When you work out in a gym, why do guys push so hard and even have pain? Because they have the hope of a, of a, a better looking body. Hope, they, they're looking for hope. Hope gives you the power to endure whatever you're going through presently. Boy, that's a great word of inspiration, encouragement, but also exhortation from Dr. Steve Foss today as we contemplate looking unto Jesus, the 30 days of transformation that he writes about in his brand new book with that same title. We've got a link for the book up at thebottomlineshow.com, and we definitely have our marching orders. Dr. Steve Foss, thank you for the work you put in on this, and thank you for uh, uh, making time in your very busy uh, itinerant schedule to uh, share with us today here on The Bottom Line Show. Great to meet you, Steve. Nice to meet you, too. God bless you. And God's richest blessings to you and your family as well. Pastor Steve Foss has been my guest today here on The Bottom Line, looking unto Jesus, 30 days of transformation, 30 descriptions of our Lord and Savior as taken from Revelation chapter 1. And as we are in this season of Easter now, up until the ascension of Jesus at the 40th day after his resurrection and then Pentecost coming on day 50, uh, it, it's good for us to say... That, Let's amen, yay and amen, for those who are looking at Jesus with new eyes, especially thinking of what it must have been like for the disciples, the apostles, to uh, to look at him in a fresh new way because he is now the resurrected Lord. And for those of us who have never really seen, I love what Pastor Steve said about the idea that for those of us who are saying we want to see who we are in Christ, but if we don't know who Christ is and we can't really see him for who he is, we can't really see ourselves for who we are too. We have a couple copies of this book to give away, Looking Unto Jesus by Pastor Steve Foss, and I'd love to place one of them into your hands right now. 800-227-5278, 800-227-5278, 800 is the number to get you through to the bottom line. Again, the book is called Looking Unto Jesus, 30 Days of Transformation, 30 Descriptions of Jesus as Recorded in Revelation Chapter 1, and when you see them laid out in the way that Pastor Steve Foss does so, you're going to see Jesus in a whole new light. Two copies of the book we're giving away, 800-227-5278, 800-227-5278, 800 the number to get you through to the bottom line. On the other side of this break, we're going to continue our uh, re retrospective, remembering uh, Charles Stanley, who entered into eternity earlier this morning at the age of 90, the great Bible teacher from In Touch, leaving quite a legacy and getting all sorts of accolades all over the world for his faithfulness to the call. We'll continue our reminiscing about Charles Stanley and more coming up next as the bottom line continues. Don't believe your insurance company is looking out for you. They're not. They want you to call them after you're in an accident, but you shouldn't handle that alone. That's where Stephanie Cover of Cover Law shines. With 20 years of insurance industry experience, she knows all the angles and will fight for your rights. Insurance companies pretend to be your partner, but in reality, their primary goal is to pay you as little as possible. When you work with Cover Law, Stephanie becomes your negotiator, and the insurance companies must talk to her, not you. 
You need to rest and heal. Stephanie is different from other attorneys. She's fully invested in your legal, medical, financial, emotional, and spiritual needs. After an accident, you don't want to deal with insurance adjusters who want to minimize your payout. So don't wait. Contact Cape Wright's personal injury attorney today at capewrightradio.com slash coverlaw. You won't pay a dime to talk to someone who truly cares about your healing. Stephanie Cover spent a couple of decades working for insurance companies. She knows how they operate, and she knows that they're not operating in your best interest first. They're operating in the best interest of their shareholders. So whether you have good insurance or not, or whether the person who hit you in the accident does, you need an advocate, and Stephanie Cover is the one I recommend. Go to kbrightradio.com forward slash Cover Law for more information. My thanks again to Pastor Steve Foss for the past half hour's conversation about his new book called Looking Unto Jesus, 30 Days of Transformation, getting a fresh view of who the Savior really is as he's described in Revelation chapter 1. We've got two copies of the book to give away. The book is linked up at thebottomlineshow.com, 800-227-5278, 800-227-5278, 800-227-5278 is the number to get you through to the bottom line. If you did not hear the report earlier, uh, Dr. Charles Stanley has entered into eternity uh, just Six months ago, we were celebrating Dr. Stanley's 90th birthday back on September 25th, and earlier today at his home in Atlanta, he entered eternity, well, peacefully for us, Um, (laughs) all of heaven rejoicing, and uh, well done, good and faithful servant all around for Dr. Stanley uh, at 90 and a half as he entered into the uh, King's Arms earlier today. And we're remembering Dr. Stanley. We've got a number of resources that our friends at InTouch had provided for us. I mentioned the calendars, and, you know, I realize it's April, so, I mean, uh, maybe the calendar is something you want, maybe not. But we also have a couple of resources that I think anybody would be interested in. They are 365-day Bible reading plans from Dr. Charles Stanley. Uh, where he focuses on different scriptures uh, to take you throughout the course of the year, kind of like this is the theme verse for the day, that type of thing. We have two of these devotional books that we're giving away as well. So when you call 800-227-5278, 800-227-5278, 800-227-5278, the number to get you through to the bottom line. Uh, you can ask about uh, getting a copy of Steve Foss's book, Looking Unto Jesus, Jesus as he's described in Revelation 1. Or also, uh, Dr. Charles Stanley's outstanding 365-day Bible reading plans. We've got two of those to give away as well. In addition to the Charles Stanley uh, limited edition calendars from our friends at In Touch, and of course they're collectible now because Pastor Stanley is uh, with the Lord. 800-227-5278, 800-227-5278, 800-227-5278 is the number to get you through to the bottom line. You know. I, I'm not surprised. I'm pleasantly, I'm, I'm pleased to see the outpouring of support, uh, the accolades, Dave Ramsey, Shanti Feldhahn, uh, you know, the, the number of people who are remembering the life and legacy of Dr. Charles Stanley. Um, the idea that this guy, a Virginia native, though he is uh, called, uh, quite frankly, a, a native son of Atlanta, Georgia, because of his 49 years serving as senior pastor at First Baptist Church in Atlanta, and uh, having that kind of Atlanta, well, he also earned his master's in divinity, excuse me, master's in theology and doctorate of theology from Luther Rice Seminary in Atlanta. Um, the idea that this is, was a relatively uh, small church when he took over the pastorate 49 years ago, and it was just around 2000 when they relocated to where they are right now, um, 
15,000 members plus. And uh, it's interesting because where there are a lot of mega churches that have been growing up, this is part of the legacy of Charles Stanley. First Baptist Church of Atlanta has a really old school, you know, deep, deep roots in that area. Typically, it would be like a church plant or something that was newer and a little hipper that uh, went into the, uh, uh, the, the, the mega church world. Charles Stanley's ministry wasn't about that. I mean, if you listen to the teaching of In Touch, and we mentioned at 10 a.m. every weekday morning on KCBC, 9 a.m. and 1.30 p.m. on KBright, um, 11.30 a.m. and 11 p.m. on KLDC. The thing about Charles Stanley, it's kind of like with J. Vernon McGee, same type of deal. When you listen to Through the Bible, you're hearing Dr. McGee preaching through the Bible in an expositional manner, verse by verse, in a series, a five-year study, that he preached from 1975 to 1980. Now, Through the Bible, President and CEO Greg Harris and their announcer and chairman of the board, Steve Schwetz, get together and they read letters and they kind of update some of the goings-ons that is happening in the ministry. And Greg comes on, and he's going to be with us again tomorrow, to talk about what happens there. But Through the Bible uses source material, if you will, that is over 50 years old. Well, almost 50 years old. Yeah. Uh, Charles Stanley's in-touch teachings. Let's face it. I mean, brothers and sisters, he went into emeritus status about three years ago. It's not like Dr. Stanley was teaching 50 times a year at First Baptist. And yet when you hear the teaching that, you know, that smooth delivery, you know, I mean, he's from Virginia, by the way. Um, This is a guy who preached the word. And the beautiful thing about, you know, preaching in season and out of season is that God's word never goes out of style. It never goes out of, uh, it never goes, you don't have to worry about what's trending right now. I'm gonna guess, venture a guess anyway, that Charles Stanley didn't lose any sleep worrying about what his Instagram page looked like. Um, Dr. Stanley's sermons, broadcasts, podcasts, and devotionals have been heard in over 115 million homes per week. 120 countries reached for the gospel. Now, let's not forget, too, that in addition to being the pastor at First Baptist in Atlanta and the host of the In Touch radio and television ministry, he also served two terms as president of the Southern Baptist Convention in the late 1980s. Charles Stanley had put up such an impressive resume in broadcasting that in 1988, he was named to the National Religious Broadcasters Hall of Fame. Uh, This is the official tweet from InTouch Ministries, quote, InTouch family, this morning God called our beloved pastor, Dr. Charles Stanley, home to heaven. Dr. Stanley lived a life of obedience and is now receiving the joy of his soul, seeing his Savior face to face. Please join us in praying for the Stanley family. It's interesting because there's something in Charles Stanley's formal obituary that I want to share with you on the other side of this break about if you ever wondered why the ministry of In Touch has been so successful, I think you can summarize it in one sentence. And we're going to do that on the other side of this break. 800-227-5278, 800-227-5278, 800-227-5278, the number to get you through to the bottom line. We've got a couple of these 365-day Bible reading plans by Charles Stanley, 20 or so calendars of in-touch ministries to give away. We're remembering the legacy of Dr. Charles Stanley today here on The Bottom Line. 
legacy is important. And of course, the way you begin a legacy is when God begins to knit you together in your mother's womb. And your mom says, oh my goodness, mom and dad say, hey, we're going to be parents. And yet in this culture, that's not always a done deal. Too many people look at the pre-born child as a nuisance, an inconvenience. In some cases, literally the legal definition is an illness and you take medication to treat the illness. Not at preborn. At preborn, we're talking about babies, 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 preborn babies to be born babies. And the way we do so is with ultrasound technology. A woman goes to a preborn clinic, sees the ultrasound, looks at the images of her child, hears the heartbeat and says, that's a baby. I'm going to be a mom or that's a baby. And I'm going to release that child for adoption. 85% of the time, the child gets life because mom went to a preborn clinic and mom hears the gospel preached to the tune of 10,000 women came to Christ because of preborn last year. And your financial support makes all the difference. $28 a month will save at least one child per month at a preborn clinic right here in the Southland. $280 saves 10. You can do the math from there. Go to kbrightradio.com and click on the banner for preborn or call 833-850-BABY, 833-850-2229. Welcome back to The Bottom Line Show. I'm Roger Marsh. We're remembering the legacy of Dr. Charles Stanley, the Bible teacher on the In Touch radio program that you still hear and will continue to hear 10 a.m. Monday through Friday on KCBC, 9 a.m. and 1.30 p.m. on Bright in Southern California, uh, 11.30 a.m. and 11 p.m., I believe, on 12.20 a.m. KLDC in the Denver area. And the beauty of Dr. Stanley serving in the pulpit for 49 years at First Baptist Church in Atlanta is he preached a lot of sermons. And it's amazing how when you don't stay super trendy and topical, but you rather focus on the inerrant word of God and preaching and teaching that faithfully, um, the messages that you preach will still speak to a younger generation. Dr. Stanley is heard or seen in over 115 million homes every week, in over 120 countries. And in addition to being named National Religious Broadcasters Hall of Fame inductee back in 1988, yours truly wasn't even in Christian broadcasting more than a year or two when that all started. And I'm coming up on 40 years in in July. We've got a couple of resources. I mentioned the calendars. We also have two 365-day Bible reading plans from Dr. Charles Stanley. Uh, different scriptures that he recommends to take you through the year. Giving those away right now, 800-227-5278, 800-227-5278, 800-227-5278 is the number to get you through to the bottom line. Also, we still got two copies of Steve Foss's book, Looking Unto Jesus, 30 Days of Transformation, giving those away. Uh, you got to get in between now and the top of the hour for those. 800-227-5278, 800-227-5278. That is the number to get you through to the bottom line show. I mentioned before the break that there is uh, the the formal obituary for Charles Stanley. We've got an article from our friends at Christian Headlines that kind of summarizes everything and has all the links and whatever you'd want to read more about. Um, We'll put that up at thebottomlineshow.com. But you know, it's interesting when here is Dr. Stanley writing his books, preaching his sermons, stayed close to the truth and kind of steered clear of what the megachurch trends were all about. 
Um, he and his son, Andy, had a bit of a falling out after Charles and his wife, Anna, uh, were divorced. Anna left the marriage and said she just didn't want to, didn't, it fell apart. And Charles Stanley acknowledged that he'd kind of become more married to his ministry than he was to his family. And that uh, I know that was a tough part. The 1990s were tough for the Stanley family. But, I, you know, when Andy is out there trying to, you know, cater to the LGBTQ community and trying to question the validity of Old Testament and New Testament times, I, I love what the part of the formal obituary for Charles Stanley says. It kind of summarizes who he was for us here and his legacy that will continue on, and we'll get to see him in heaven again one day when we're all reunited. His formal obituary said that uh, it, it, he was notable for his relentless obedience to the gospel's call, and that Dr. Stanley often said, quote, the whole idea for my ministry is obey God and leave all the consequences to him. Amen and amen. Well done, good and faithful servant, Dr. Charles Stanley, home with the Lord now at the age of 90. 800-227-5278 gets you through to the bottom line show. We're giving away a lot of Charles Stanley resources today to honor his memory. Please keep calling. We want you to have these resources because I think they'll be a benefit to you and your family. For our friends at KCBC, this ends the live part of today's edition on the Bay Area version of the Bottom Line Show. Bottom Line Show Extra coming your way tonight at 7 and tomorrow, Bottom Line Rewind at 10.30. For those who remain on the network, we're going to take a look at something that might impact the way you listen to the Bottom Line in the future. A major motor comp company has decided they are no longer going to install something that's been as basic in auto transportation as, well, for any of us can remember, and that is the AM radio. Can you imagine listening to your favorite Christian programming and the Bottom Line Show without an AM radio in your car? We're going to dive into what this means when Ford Motor Company says with the 2024 models, no more AM radio. We're going to talk about that coming up next as the Bottom Line continues. Welcome back to the Bottom Line Show, or if this is where you join in, if this is where you get on board, welcome to the Bottom Line Show. I'm Roger Varsh. We are remembering the legacy of Dr. Charles Stanley today with a variety of different resources. We have a couple of books uh, that Dr. Stanley uh, put together. There are two 365-day uh, Bible reading plans. Uh, they have different scriptures that he recommended to take you through the year. And uh, in addition to that, we've got a number of calendars uh, that were in-touch calendars that they actually uh, put together in honor of his 90th birthday. And they gave us a ton of them. We gave away a lot, but we still have about 20 of them to give away. So in honor of Dr. Charles Stanley, the ministry of In Touch will continue. There's no question about it. If ever there were a quote-unquote legacy ministry that has enough teaching material that is timeless, I imagine that Charles Stanley's voice will continue to be heard on radio and his uh warm and compassionate smile will still be seen on television for many, many years to come as people continue to support the ministry of In Touch, even long after Dr. Stanley has uh, gone on home to be with the Lord, which he did first thing this morning. Um, call us at 800-227-5278, 800-227-5278, 800 is the number to get you through to the bottom line if you want to get one of these resources we're giving away. If you have a memory of Charles Stanley that you'd like to share, I would love to hear it from you. I did not realize Dr. Stanley was born in Virginia. I always just kind of figured he was a Georgian because he spent 49 years at First Baptist in Atlanta, because he uh, uh, did his graduate studies for his master's and his doctorate at Luther Rice Seminary in Atlanta. Um, not only not realizing that uh, he was born in Virginia, uh, he felt called to ministry at the age of 14, 
but he was raised in a single parent home in that his biological father went home to be with the Lord when Charles was nine months old. And I always have a, a, a soft spot, I think many of us do, for a young man especially who is raised in a single parent home under those circumstances, and obviously for the mom who has to try to play mom and dad uh, to do so as well. And it's interesting because it may, you know, when you think of how successful the ministry was at First Baptist, without any bells and whistles, really. I mean, yeah, they did television. Um, yeah, he did radio. I mean, he was such an effective broadcaster. Think about this. The daily half-hour radio program format really didn't take shape the way we know it today until the late 1970s. There were, there were pastors who would go into studios. They would preach on Sunday morning. They'd go in Monday morning, and they'd do kind of a radioed version of their sermon for that week or the week prior in a radio format, maybe 15-minute shot or whatever it was. It was Al Sanders, I believe, who's the uh, founder, uh, the, the Al Sanders who's now high-fiving with uh, Charles Stanley uh, in heaven. But Al was the one when he was at first uh, Evangelical Free Church in Fullerton, who, you know, the, these newfangled devices called analog cassettes. Um, cassette tape is redundant, by the way, in case you're wondering. That's your radio lore for the day. But these analog cassettes that were the size of about a credit card that could hold a full album's worth of music or, you know, 60 minutes worth of whatever. They were using those at First EV Free Church to record the message Dr. Swindoll was preaching that Sunday, and then they could pass it out so people could take it home. And Al said, well, you know, why don't we really produce this? You know, add an announcer telling you what you're getting into. We can extend the length of the message a little longer. And it was because of a gift from the, uh, the Luckman Foundation that, uh, uh, was actually underwriting the New American Standard Bible and really trying to, Lockman Foundation, was trying to uh, get the word out about that. They said, look, if Chuck is going to preach from this Bible, we'll underwrite his radio program for a year. And so New Standard for Living was born. And then the next year, the ministry was all by itself, didn't need the support of the other uh, foundational gift. And so Insight for Living showed up. But In Touch was one of those ministries that in fairly short order, I mean, Charles Stanley with radio and television was able to have such a huge impression on the market that by 1988, he was named to the National Religious Broadcasters Hall of Fame. 115 million homes per week, over 120 countries are either listening to Charles Stanley on the radio or watching his sermons preached from a Baptist church that didn't really go through the whole megachurch trending stuff. And the pull quote that I found on Christian Headlines about uh, Dr. Stanley's often attributed this quote, uh, my goal in ministry is to obey God and leave all the consequences to him. So well done, good and faithful servant, Dr. Charles Stanley with the Lord at the age of 90. Well, 90 the way we count it. I mean, <laughs> with the age of eternal when we go to be with the Lord. But we're giving away Charles Stanley resources for the last half hour of the program here. We'd love to give you one. 800-227-5278. 800-227-5278. 800 is the number to get you through to the bottom line. Again, uh, we've got two of these daily Bible reading plans, 365-day planners from uh, Dr. Stanley, as well as the calendars. Um, I mentioned before the break, that there's a rather interesting development happening in the automotive world. And what is interesting about this, I think, for those of us in the body of Christ, especially those of us who uh, like to uh, listen to the radio, 
is the fact that there's a a movement afoot with auto manufacturers. It's I'm always amazed at what is or is not in a car. Uh, back in 2014, I purchased a car for the first time in a while. I'd gone through a divorce. My Ford F-150 had 320,000 miles on it. So the AM FM radio with cassette player that I'd gotten used to was about to give way to a 2011 Toyota Camry, but that upgraded me to an AM FM radio with a CD player. That was pretty cool. But even then, I remember test driving the 14s and the 15s that were coming out and their dashboards looked so different. I mean, they were wireless and they had computer technology and it was a whole new world. Now I'm driving a car that's about three years old and I'm amazed because it's a little nicer in terms of all the bells and whistles it has, but it still has a CD player. <laughs> but it doesn't have the traditional AM FM radio per se. Instead, it has kind of like a media center. And the media center gives you access to AM and FM and Sirius and whatever else you want to get and bring stuff in off your mobile device and whatever. But when I came across this story, I thought it was interesting. And if you've called the Bottom Line Show recently, uh, you may have had uh, either Crystal or Teresa or Joel or Todd ask you a series of questions because we got to get information from you as to where we're going to send the prizes and that type of stuff. Where do you like to listen? What do you like about the show? What do you not like about the show? Uh, and you're all very gracious. I mean, thank you for the, the comments that we get. But one of the questions we've been asking of late is, do you listen to the Bottom Line Show on the radio? Do you listen on one of our apps? And when I say one of the apps, K-Bright has an app, KCBC has an app. I'm not sure about which station in Denver has one. I know that My Hope Now has an app. Um, we don't have a Bottom Line Show app exclusively yet, but I'm sure that's in the works. But this report, this is from Fox Business, that Ford Motor Company is preparing to remove AM radio in most of its, quote, new and updated 2024 models. Now, Ford spokesman Wes Sherwood confirmed the development in a statement to the Detroit Free Press, quote, we are transitioning from AM radio for most of the new and updated 2024 models, he said. A majority of U.S. AM radio stations, as well as a number of countries and automo automakers globally, are modernizing radio by offering Internet streaming through mobile apps, FM signals, digital and satellite radio options. Now, it doesn't mean this is the end of AM per se, uh, Mr. Sherwood went on. Ford will continue to offer these alternatives for customers to hear their favorite AM music, news, and podcasts as we remove amplitude modulation. By the way, in case you're wondering, amplitude modulation for AM, frequency modulation for FM. And I remembered one thing from a broadcast class 40 years ago. <laughs> I'm glad I still remember. Um, most of the new and updated models they bring to the market. They said commercial vehicles are still going to have AM radio features because of the language of the contract and doing so. Um, last year, Ford said it was going to remove AM radio from their 2023 Model F-150 Lightning electric trucks. And the reason that they gave was, and I'm quoting him here, the frequencies involved in AM radio tend to be directly affected by the electromagnetic voice noise rather in EV propulsion systems. The Wall Street Journal reported late February that seven former Federal Emergency Management Agency administrators wrote to the Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg and a few congressional committees asking for the U.S. government to seek assurances from automakers that AM radio will remain a feature in vehicles as it can deliver alerts from FEMA during natural disasters and extreme weather events. 
But Ford Motor Company says they are going to make it possible for you to pick up AM radio. It's just going to have to be through streaming. So my question to you is, is that new plan from Ford and some of the other auto manufacturers, would that impact you with regard to how you consume, as they say in the industry now, how you listen to the bottom line show? Phone lines are open at 800-227-5278, 800-227-5278, 800-227-5278, the number to get you through to the bottom line. When you call in for your Charles Stanley resources, would love to get your take on this new predicament, as it were. And I'm going to share some thoughts I have, one in particular that I'm not alone in sharing with regard to what is for the good of the industry versus what is for the common good of society. We'll take a look at that on the other side of this break as the bottom line continues. Well, when you look at the good of society versus the good of the industry, take a look at the abortion industry for just a moment and understand that the abortion industry thrives on young people having unprotected sex, getting pregnant, and then wanting to, quote unquote, end the pregnancy. But in God's economy, it's a whole different ballgame. When a child is conceived, I don't think God has ever conceived a child and knit that child together in mom's womb and then said, oh, shoot. God doesn't operate like that. Preborn understands the way God's rules operate, and that's why they are so committed to putting ultrasound machines in preborn clinics all up and down the state. What you donate to preborn stays right here in the Southland, and I can't stress enough how important it is to make sure that they have the ultrasound technology that they need and the resources to make sure that a woman, any woman, who thinks she's pregnant can get a free pregnancy test and a free ultrasound and make the best decision as to whether or not she's going to keep the child as a mom, release the child for adoption, or in rare cases, have the child's pregnancy end. 833-850-BABY is the number to call. Of course, we like the first two options best. 833-850-BABY, 833-850-2229. Or give a gift online when you click the banner at kbrightradio.com for preborn. Make your donation today. Welcome back to the Bottom Line Show. I'm Roger Marsh. Congratulations to Valerie uh, from Denver, one of our KLDC listeners, and Mary from Chula Vista, listening on K uh, Bright AM 1240, or was that 103.3? They are the winners of today's giveaway for Steve Foss's book, Looking Unto Jesus 30 Days of Transformation How the Lord is Depicted and Described in Revelation chapter one. And congratulations to Valerie and Mary. Uh, we're still taking calls. The phone lines are open at 800-227-5278, uh, honoring the memory of Dr. Charles Stanley of In Touch Ministries, who went home to be with the Lord earlier today at the age of 90. Well done, good and faithful servant indeed. We have two of his 365-day Bible reading plan books, I mean, thick-bound wonderful books uh, that you will benefit from in your daily study, and also many calendars of the InTouch uh, family that they put together when Dr. Stanley turned 90 for this year, um, 800-227-5278, 800-227-5278, the number to get you through to the bottom line. Ford Motor Company is adding their name to the growing list of the number of car manufacturers who are leaving AM radio out of their options for most of their 2024 models. Right now, there are eight companies total that have been inquiring about the, the validity of AM radio, BMW, Ford, Mazda, Polestar, Rivian, Tesla, 
uh, Volkswagen and Volvo have already removed broadcast AM from their electric vehicles. And the reason for doing so is something with regard to how the uh, uh, the frequencies involved in AM radio directly affect or are affected rather by the electromagnetic noise in the EV propulsion system. So I, I can understand that. I mean, that does make sense, especially since your frequency modulation, FN frequencies, um, have a clearer and broader range. AM can go further. It's kind of tinny, but it's very directionally challenged, which is why you don't lose FM when you go under a tunnel, but you lose AM, but AM can go seemingly further. And a lot of it has to do too with where the towers are placed. Um, we are blessed in our uh, Southern California and Northern California locations to have 50,000 watt uh, frequencies that are low enough on the dial. If you were, can remember back, set the Wayback Machine for the 50s and 60s. Remember when they started putting AM radios in cars and you looked at the dial and you wondered, how come it says 53 on the far left and all the way up to 1600 on the right? And there was a bigger gap between the numbers on the left side of the radio. And then it was a little tighter the further up you got. That's where your bandwidth was. You know, bandwidth did, wasn't invented just with the computer. It really goes back to radio frequencies. And on the amplitude modulation side of the equation, uh, the the bigger the gap between the numbers, which is at the lower end, the more that that 50,000 watts can go, which is why here in Southern California, I'll mention another radio station, KFI, which is AM640, is a clear channel signal, not just because of the company name, but because you, literally you can get it from Mexican border, I think all the way up to Seattle or something like that. Now, K-Bright AM740 in Southern California is a close second. We're 50,000 watts coming out of the Cleveland National Forest, and you can get us all the way to Ventura County, all the way to the Nevada state line, all the way to the Mexican border, and a side order of AM1240 for good measure. Uh, KCBC 770 coming out of Central Valley, heading in the other direction. And our sister station, we're on KLDC in Denver, but our sister station, KLTT, which carries a half hour recorded version of the bottom line show every day from 2.30 to 3 local time. 50,000 watts in Colorado, which covers the whole state. So we are blessed to have this kind of frequency that you can listen to when you want to in the car. It's a little concerning that these manufacturers are uh, considering doing the cars without AM radios. Now, I get it in an electric vehicle. If there is a problem with the electromagnetic pulses and uh, of the electric vehicle and the AM radio gets in the way, you don't want to be driving along, turn on the bottom line show and have all the power go out on your electric vehicle. I mean, I don't want that to happen. That would be dangerous if you're on the freeway, especially. But at the same time, it's just, you know, it's kind of ominous. When you look at a headline, that says Ford to drop AM radios for most new vehicles in 2024. And as we informally survey our bottom line show listeners who call in for giveaways and things of that nature, we will ask you the question, do you listen to us on the radio or do you listen to us on the app? Now, more and more people are listening on app technology, but a lot of people are saying, I don't do apps. Um, count me in that category. I'm not just ask my lovely wife, she will be more than happy to tell you that when it comes to the app stuff, she's the gadget person in our relationship, and I am definitely not the gadget person. Oh, I have apps on my phone, but if someone needs to look something up, I'm not that guy. <laughs> I'm just not. But there's a reason why, I mean, there's the entertainment side of the equation, of course. There's the business side of the equation. Totally understand that. 
and then there's just the convenience. But, you know, there's another issue, too, when it comes to broadcasting, and it's something that people have a tendency to forget. When the first AM radios went on, you know, on the air, there was a responsibility to report for the good of the community. And believe it or not, licenses were granted by the Federal Communications Commission. They weren't just bought and sold. Now, you can build a business model based on the granting of the license, and you can buy and sell the assets of the station, microphones, studios, land, that type of thing, tower equipment, all that stuff. You can easily do those. But the core of the radio business, whether it's commercial, non-commercial, Christian or secular, you know, for-profit or not-for-profit, the core of the industry is how well do you serve the community and did the FCC grant you the license? It's very challenging when you think about a company that owns a lot of AM radio stations and all of a sudden you hear that there are eight manufacturers that are saying we're not going to carry AM anymore. Now, there are 10 automakers that are still maintaining access to broadcast AM radio in their vehicles. And I should point out, the subtle difference here is not that you can't listen to an AM station in your car. The difference is if you have a vehicle like I do. I'm in one of the categories of the eight that I mentioned earlier, Volkswagen, Volvo, Ford, BMW, Mazda, that you want to listen to AM radio, that's fine. You have to go to their kind of uh, communications box. And then you find AM radio, FM radio, Sirius radio, et cetera, et cetera. And that's what you listen to. Honda, Hyundai, Jaguar, Land Rover, Mitsubishi, Nissan, Subaru, Toyota, Kia, and then Lucid and Stellantis. I've never heard of those two. I'm assuming that they're electric manufacturers are still maintaining access to broadcast AM radio in their vehicles. And I think that's encouraging, but There's that 800-pound gorilla in the room that the auto manufacturers are going to have to deal with. On the one hand, they're saying, look, if we are trying to go all electric vehicles, that's going to drive AM radio out of the way. But there's one other part of amplitude modulation radio that is still really essential for the good of community. And we'll talk about what that is coming up next as the bottom line continues. You know, I just finished a meeting in Africa with a group of guys. And I said to them, here's the deal. They want to know how things are going in the United States. Hey, I'm not going to lie to you. Things are crummy. But I said, what you do every day is you get up every day, gentlemen, and you realize that none of this matters. God is in control. And if you believe that, then it, it's all downhill. And, and I said to them, I said, so as we struggle here with the things that we're planning to do here in Africa, it's exciting to see all the things that you guys want to do and the plans you're making. Just know that God is in charge. And so and the bad things that are happening in the United States, God is going to work all of them to good, Romans 8, 28. That's the only solution is just go back every day to Jesus and ask him for guidance on what you're supposed to be doing. Amen and amen. Dennis Wilson, Wilson Financial Services, 800-696-9970, 800-696-9970, or go to kbrightradio.com forward slash Wilson Financial. Wilson Financial Services, for simply better alternatives. Welcome back to the Bottom Line Show. I'm Roger Marsh. Just a couple moments left, and as we remember the legacy of Dr. Charles Stanley of In Touch, who went home to be with the Lord earlier today at the age of 90. We still have a few resources that we're giving away to celebrate his memory, calendars and Bible studies, you know, read the Bible in a year, uh, resourcing, etc. Crystal's taking your calls at 800-227-5278. 
is the number to get you through to the bottom line. Ford Motor Company raising eyebrows by announcing that most of their 2024 models will no longer come with a standard AM radio. They will take away the AM radio feature, but they will make AM accessible through a streaming service. So basically, instead of just saying you get in the car, you start the engine, turn on the radio where it's AM and FM and you have instant access, now you have to go through another step that technically is taking you through a streaming service that is, you know, maybe controllable or not. I'll tell you why I, the, I'm not a big fan of that. I understand the convenience and it gives you more choices, but somebody's monitoring the streaming, whereas before it was pl- pretty much between you and your kids as to what radio station you were going to listen to in the car. Had many a great argument with my son, Jake, when he was in sixth grade, going through a little rebellious period of him changing the channel when I put on what I wanted to listen to. And, um, you know, it's, it is what it is. But here's the bigger issue. It's true you will still have access to AM radio and you just won't have an AM radio designated in your car. But there's this thing called the emergency broadcast system. And the emergency broadcast system designates a radio station on the AM side of the dial for disaster announcements. It's typically a station that has 50,000 watts and that's the all hell breaks loose apocalypse station. If something tragic were to happen. You know, if you're driving on the road, like you're in California, Caltrans has those signs like for Amber Alert or something like that, and they can program them. So where every one of the signs that's on the road will flash, here's the message. By federal law, Federal Communications Commission mandate is that everyone have access to that type of technology. Now, on your cell phone, your cell phone may not be active. It may not be current. Maybe you got a little behind on your payment, but if you need to make a 911 call, you can call 911 on your cell phone, I believe on most plans. To not have a designated AM radio in your car potentially puts someone who's driving at risk if there was some catastrophic circumstance that happened and the catastrophic circumstance led to the um, needing to hear an emergency broadcast warning. There are times when you're listening to your favorite Crawford radio station, most of our signals are AM, and an emergency broadcast system alert will come through and we play it. I believe that's an FCC law, not just for AM stations, but for every station. So the idea that these companies, I get the problem with the electric vehicles. I get the whole electromagnetic interference with the the EV propulsion systems. And that could be equally catastrophic. But there has to be a better way to work this out. It can't just be a matter of saying, well, we've decided that AM radio is boring. We've decided that AM radio (laughs) doesn't have a place in our vehicles anymore. That's something they're going to have to work through. And I find it very interesting that um, it took FEMA administrators to write a letter to Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg and a few congressional committees to ask for the government to seek assurances from automakers that AM radio will remain a feature in cars. If for no other reason to make sure they can get FEMA alerts, but we'll see what happens. And as you call in to win things from your favorite station here, the bottom line show, um, we are going to ask you just kind of our informal survey. We want to see where you are. If you're not buying a new 2024 vehicle next year, you got nothing to worry about. If you got an AM radio in your car, 
and you like listening to the bottom line on AM, or if you like to pick up one of our FM signals like 100.7 in Corona or 103.3 in San Diego, you have nothing to worry about. But as people move into this new world of the push for the federal government to get electrified as far as the vehicles go, this is a, a huge issue that is certainly worth our concern. We'll keep monitoring for you here on the Bottom Line Show, but also uh, for prayer as well. And yet, at the end of the day, let us not forget that the experience Charles Stanley had this morning, we hope and pray, is the experience of everyone who listens to our stations and everyone who listens to the program. And that is, when your time on earth is through, last time I checked, I'm no statistician and I'm no scientist, but the death rate is 100%. Every one of us has an appointed time to meet our maker. The question is, where are we going to spend eternity? Do you know that you're going to spend eternity in heaven with the Lord? If you are sure, take comfort in that. If you're not sure, ask questions. We're here to answer them. That's the bottom line.